0: I have an exciting announcement. Claire is finally available on Audible. Claire's story unfolded in bits and pieces across several episodes of the podcast, her influence ever present, even when I wasn't completely aware of it. Much of it will be familiar to you, but I didn't tell you everything. You may find all three versions of Claire, paperback, ebook, and audio recording on Amazon. The audiobook may also be downloaded from iTunes, or just head straight over to Audible. As always, go to ghostsintheburbs.com for all the links. The Claire audiobook wouldn't exist without Drew DeVore, a brilliant audio engineer, who, by the way, is married to Jackie DeVore of Sirens of Scream, a podcast you really should be listening to if you like spooky things. I'm indebted to Drew for the work he did to make the Claire audiobook a reality, Now, here's a sample of that audiobook. Enjoy! Claire I had shiny brown hair once. There's no color where I am now, and when I think about my hair, how alive it was, how it reflected the light and swirled around me when I swam or bounced behind me as I ran, I feel every horrifying bit of what they took from me. When they trapped me here, my hair turned a dull gray and over time it's darkened lifeless and dull as a chalkboard we forgave one another our faults hillary her obsessive control vanessa her bite jill her need to please they forgave my introversion or at least i thought they did i see clearly now that i was never really a part of them i'd begun to pull away that summer Sensing I could no longer rise to their expectations. Maybe that's why they did it. Because they would rather kill me than let me go. It used to consume me, the why of it. But I know now that the why doesn't matter. What's done is done. My hair was alive and now it's dead. And they will pay for my loss. Chapter 1 I write a blog about the ghosts and monsters in my town, Wellesley, Massachusetts. I don't talk about it often, unless pressed. I've grown tired of watching people attempt to keep their expressions neutral at learning my semi-profession. Their condescending, good for yous, are simply embarrassing. From these interactions, I've gathered that this is not a suitable profession for a woman in her late 30s. So I avoid sharing how I spend my time away from my kids. Once at a cocktail party, one of those suburban affairs with catered sliders and an ironic keg, a man asked me if I was just home with the kids or if I actually worked. After a beat, I admitted that I blogged. His eyebrows shot up, and he took a sip of his vodka on the rocks, buying himself time to come up with an appropriate response. A blog, huh? He'd said. What's it about? Cooking? I'd taken my own sip of alcohol and just nodded my head, unwilling to out myself as a complete weirdo. Not that his opinion matters, really. A millionaire businessman with a vacation home and a golf addiction isn't my intended audience, and neither is his soul-cycle-obsessed second wife. Though they should be, for we share the same neighbors. Neighbors with scaly creatures lurking in the woods behind their renovated mansions, demons nesting in their basements, and vengeful ghosts keeping them awake at night. The tales I've collected from my haunted neighbors are more than scary stories to tell in the dark. There's meaning behind them, though it's often hard to find behind the terror. Listening to these stories has made me kinder, more understanding of people's idiosyncrasies. I've even learned to overlook a few of my own. Most of the people I've met through my blog, Ghosts and the Burbs, are just in need of someone to listen and believe them. They speak to me under the condition of anonymity, which has the magical effect of allowing them to tell me their frightening stories unguarded, without filters. Besides making me a touch kinder, this project has created a deep-seated fear within me that I am unable to shake. You have to understand, the people who tell me about their paranormal encounters, these neighbors, we live in one of the wealthiest communities in the country. On top of that, these people are well-educated, There are more master's degrees in this town than in any other town in the nation, but when something unexplained happens, when a ghost torments these smart, wealthy people, or their next-door neighbors turn out to be vengeful witches, all of their wealth and education become useless. So they run a Google search or hint at the problem to a friend, and eventually they find me. I listen enthusiastically and without judgment, and if I can, I put them in touch with people who can help. But in a few cases, I've met people who don't want help. They only want to unburden themselves or even brag a little bit about their paranormal encounters. Last summer, I met three women who wanted to do just that. Their faulty assumption that sharing their story with me would somehow release them from the consequences of their actions was startling. Hillary, Vanessa, and Jill could never escape the truth of what they'd done. And in sharing their history... They involved me in their horror. Thanks for listening to this sample of Claire. Head over to ghostintheburbs.com for the link to purchase the complete story on Audible. Good night, sleep tight, and don't forget your nightlight.